God is with you. Let us pray. Saving God, entering the flood and storm of chaos and confusion, speak peace to our fearful hearts, that we might find our faith in the one whose word brings rest to all creation. Through Jesus Christ. Amen. Happy Juneteenth, everyone. Happy Solstice. Summer Solstice is today, the day I'm recording this. And of course, Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to you who are biological fathers, who have had the blessing of passing on your life and witnessing new life grow. Happy Father's Day to all of you who have nurtured children, who have changed diapers, bathed babies, fed toddlers, lost sleep, read books, put on pajamas, and hauled laundry to and fro. Being a father has been the greatest joy of my life. There's nothing like the pleasure of holding my kids' hands or watching them laugh and play. Being a father has made me appreciate the metaphor of God as father. My joy as a father, my excitement helps me imagine the vast eternal joy that God must feel in witnessing the life and growth and discoveries of God's children. We are all children of God who is beyond any notions of gender, time, or physicality. Today we read an appropriate passage for Father's Day. Jesus calms the storm. We have all endured storms, be they thunderstorms, firestorms, mudslides, pandemics, or emotional tornadoes. Whether our storms are outside or inside, the feeling is similar. The situation is beyond our control. Like many of you, I often turn to nature for spiritual restoration. In stressful times, there's nothing like going to the mountains or to a field or to the beach to set my head straight and reconnect me with the ground of all being. I find God in nature. But nature is not always gentle. It is not always calming. There are storms, winds, currents, freezes, blazes, earthquakes, mountains, valleys, and deserts where mercy has no foothold. The divine is sometimes most apparent in those situations, not unlike this passage from Job of God speaking out of the whirlwind. The grandeur of God, as evident in nature, reminds us of our place in eternity. 
painters and philosophers call this sentiment the sublime. There have been countless paintings depicting today's gospel reading. Among my favorites is Rembrandt's Storm on the Sea of Galilee. In the painting, the storm rages and the crew is hanging on for dear life. In the midst of the turmoil, one disciple, a self-portrait of Rembrandt himself, stares directly at the viewer while grasping a rope line and holding his hat. It's a magnificent painting, made even more interesting because it is missing. In 1990, Rembrandt's Storm on the Sea of Galilee was stolen from the Garner Museum in Boston. If you're interested in that, you can watch the Netflix series, This is a Robbery. The Rembrandt piece depicts Jesus just as he is waking up. He is attentive, but not particularly concerned. This is a pet peeve of many readers of this passage who argue, like Rolf Jacobson, biblical scholar, that Jesus appears indifferent to the suffering of his disciples. The disciples were fishermen. They knew these waters. They spent their whole lives in these waters. They knew what it meant to be in danger, and they thought they were about to die. Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? It is such a profound question. It can be a paraphrase of our frustration and fear that God allows suffering, that God is absent. Theodicy is what they call it. Do you not care that we are perishing? Jesus does care. God does care. Jesus calms the storm. God calms our storms. Jesus seemed indifferent, but Jesus was self-differentiated. Family systems theory reminds us of the importance of being able to be in relationship without absorbing the anxiety of those around us. In order to maintain healthy relationships, we cannot take up the fears of others as our own. As Rabbi Edwin Friedman points out, when anxiety reaches certain thresholds, reason and honesty no longer defend against illusion. We see this with QAnon and with all sorts of political things. Friedman goes on to say that whenever family or group is driven by anxiety, what will always be present is a failure of leadership, leaders who are not self-differentiated. Good leaders have clear identities and boundaries that allow them to be a non-anxious presence, to bring calm to the storm. Not all leaders can physically calm a storm that is exclusive territory for the divine. Ultimately, it is God in whose mercy, in whose grace, we abide. Occasionally, we encounter people who can redirect us to God's grace, who can help calm the storm. And some of those people we call fathers. 
1986, when I was barely seven years old, my dad took me to see Halley's Comet. News of the comet's passing was everywhere. It was in newspapers and magazines and talk shows. Halley's Comet is the only known short-period comet visible with the naked eye. It passes the Earth every 75 to 76 years, which means that some people see it twice in their lifetime. Such was the case with Mark Twain, who was born when the comet appeared in 1835 and died one day after the comet appeared in 1910. Halley's Comet is a rite of passage, which is why my dad loaded my brother and I in the car late one night and drove us to Corral de Tierra outside Salinas to view the comet with other fathers and sons from our YMCA Indian Guides tribe. Someone had a telescope and they shared it with the entire group. It was late at night. I fell asleep on the drive out. And when I woke up, I got out of the car and looked up at the brilliant February sky. The air was crisp, cold enough for gloves and hats, and the sky was very dark. In that cold darkness, the stars felt like they were right on top of us, like someone had lowered the entire night sky down almost within reach. It was the first time I had seen the stars like that. I stared up in sleepy wonder as I fought to stay awake. When it was our turn, my dad carried me to the telescope and I looked awkwardly into the viewfinder. I had a hard time adjusting to the shifting black periphery of that telescope viewfinder. My dad put his hand on my back and guided me into place. And suddenly I saw it. An explosion of light caused there in a moving stillness paused. At the time, my family was in the midst of one of the most significant changes of my life. My parents were separated, soon to be divorced. My brother and I bounced from place to place, houses to apartments, parent to parent, weekdays to weekends. It was an emotional torrent that left no one dry. But there, in the darkness, staring up at Haley's Comet with my dad, we had a moment of calm. Amen. The mustard seed this week is two part. First of all, call your dad. Call your dad, whatever that means for you, whether that means actually picking up the phone or tapping into the spiritual two-way, whatever you need to do there, call your dad. 
The second part is to help calm our storms. We're going to do a storm calming practice. It is a simple one. Once a day, I want you to sit down, get in a comfortable position, ideally one that allows your back to be straight, but in a comfortable position. And then let all of your thoughts go and listen only to your breath. I want you to count 20 breaths. If you are counting and you feel thoughts come in and you lose your place, just start over again. And allow all those thoughts to die away as you count 20 breaths. Have a great week. With trust and hope, we turn our hearts to God in prayer. Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles, and bring them the joy of your salvation. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For the good earth, and for the wisdom to live into our interdependence with all of God's creation. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For the poor and the oppressed, for the unemployed and the destitute, for prisoners and captives, and for all who remember and care for them. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. God, the people of this land and of all the nations in the ways of justice and peace, that we may honor one another and serve the common good. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For deliverance from all violence, oppression, and degradation. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For the good work of this community, may our roles be uplifted by one another as we do healing work in Isla Vista and beyond. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. We pray for fathers, for children, for Juneteenth, and for racial equality in this country and in the planet. We pray for the summer solstice, that we may be attuned to this planet, to its changes, and to our interdependence. For all of these we pray. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. All that we have asked faithfully, grant that we may obtain effectually to your honor and glory. Amen. And now we pray the prayer that Jesus taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And do this not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom. 
Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.